everybody. Welcome to Tales from the Kayfabe. I am Kevin. Hello. I'm Jack. I'm Matt. Hi. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi, Jack. Hi, Hi I'm Matt. I had to say it that way because my mom is oh, no. is at home. She's at home, and she's like, every time when in that episode where you were like, "Hey, Matt's mom," she's like, she's like, say, "Hey, Jack." Your mom, I, I'm still embarrassed that your mom listens. To oh me. yeah, she was like, the words coming out of your mouth. I can't believe the things you fucking say. You or me? No, or me. All of us. Oh, all, all of us. All of us. All of us. She's like, she's like real embarrassed. <laughs> Sorry, Matt's mom. <laughs> you make great cookies, though. Oh, those are great cookies. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Uh. uh it, it's it, we talk about wrestling on this show. That's what we do. Is it what we do, Matt's mom? Because uh, we've literally just spent the last minute introing ourselves and talking to Matt's well, mom. That's where, where the, the, I'm changing the tides here. Okay. What? Um, uh, Matt, you have a story that you wanted to talk about. I do. About. I, I, it's very specific and is real, real short. Okay. And it's all about products of the, uh, of I think it's WWE. Is yeah. Whenever it was out. But they had an ice cream bar. Yes, they did. Yeah. In WWF. WWF ice cream bar. And now the WWF ice cream bar is, uh, I'm just going to play this video and oh, okay. talk over it because it's just this really short, like promos of this, of them promoing these ice cream bar. And it had, had, uh, had a wrestler on one side, had yes. chocolate on the other, and it had, uh, just, just ice cream in the middle. And sounds delish. Oh, I'm I'm certain it was, but the the great thing about it is it would I, I can't get it to play. But it's these wrestlers promo. It's like ice cream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream, and like different wrestlers like doing. It. But my favorite is the Luchadors. Yes, because the Luchadors have a little slit for a fucking mouth. Okay, and they're trying to shove this ice cream bar <laughs> through the slit in their mask, and it's like peeling on, like the ice cream is getting That's like slushed up on the mask, and they're oh eating God. it. And it was, if you if you have a moment to go down a rabbit hole, look for WWF uh, promos for for ice cream because it's amazing Wait, watching. What were the sweaty. name of the luchadors? Oh, I don't know. Yellow masks with like black mouths and eyes. I don't. I don't know. There was two of them together, and they were like promoing the ice cream. It could have been. I don't know. I'm gonna have to go look at this. It could have been. Uh, there's a storyline I I haven't gotten to yet, but it was Edge and Christian got fired. They kind of did the uh, Hulk Hogan thing, where they <laughs> just came back in a mask. Yeah. I don't think so. These guys are speaking Spanish, like straight okay. up Spanish. So okay, because um, theirs was like. It was like Spanglish, right? <laughs> no, but it was it the it was it was wonderful watching like these large sweaty men say like "cool off" with a WWF ice cream. So when we did our when we did our product uh, thing a couple months yeah. back, uh, a couple episodes back, one that we didn't hit on was that in the Mall of America. Hulk Hogan had a pasta restaurant what? called Pasta Mania. This is true. This is a real thing. This, this is a real is thing. Uh, oh my! It was. Po- I don't know too much about it. Everything's I mean, filtered through a do rag. 
Yes. <laughs> I, I, and like you can let me let me try to find a picture real quick because if you're if you're listening, please go do yourself a favor and look look up Pasta Mania because it is just uh, very coked out looking Hulk Hogan <laughs> holding spaghetti. Just, is it cooked spaghetti? Like is it always it Hogan is, like like cooked. holding cooked spaghetti? <laughs> Uh, oh, Hulk. of course it is. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 yes, yes. Yeah. That's a a do chef rag. There, there's that's magical. Yeah. They they had to make that especially for him. Oh man. Uh, Look how happy he is holding anyone, pasta. There is a podcaster, and she also makes some shows. Her name's uh, Cool Up. Uh, I've heard her speak about she worked at Pasta Mania. That's amazing. When it was opening, when she was like. A teenager, right? Claims to have probably been hit on by Macho Man Randy Randy Savage. <laughs> uh, come on, come on out there. here. Come on out to my restaurant. And get hit, hit on by WWF stars. <laughs> yeah. Want to be in my posse uh, with Miss Elizabeth? Now the other thing is, there is a spish- suspicion that they might bring back. Pastamania? No, popsicles. Ooh. Uh, or ice cream, really. Because uh, the New Day is trying to have their well, own ice cream. They already have a cereal. They have a cereal. Budios. Is that, now, was that limit? Was Budios, was that limited release? Or was still it still out? Still, uh, okay. Still, if you go to an FYE, for some reason, that's the only place they sell it. <laughs> FYE. Uh, R.I.P. us ever getting Budios, then. I think you. I think it's at some malls around here. And you get it, like it's online too. Is it fair? Because okay. um, that's where I go to get my cereal. Yeah. It's shipped to me. <laughs> I've got an Amazon button for it. It yeah. just says Bootios, and you Bootios. press a big fat ass on a on a little tag, and they send you Bootios. There, there was. <laughs> I think I might have talked about this, but they uh, going into WrestleMania, they kept talking about they were calling it New Day Pops, but. Uh, and they also had like they're like we're gonna have our own ice cream and they would they come out with a little ice cream like cart. Uh, they don't do it too much anymore, but I don't think it caught on as much as Bootios. But uh, but they did have one where they're like, oh, we have our recipe and we're not sharing it with anyone. And then Lana has an iPad and she uh, Rusev's wife, and she starts reading the ingredients and they go. How did she get that? And they just go, dude, she's Russian. And that's it. (laughs) She was a Russian hacker. She was a Russian hacker. They don't mention it ever again that she's a Russian (laughs) hacker, but they just go, dude, she's Russian. And the crowd went nuts with that. (laughs) She's Russian. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. Of course. (laughs) She's a hacker. She's a Uh, hacker. (laughs) uh, Another thing I want to talk about quickly with with Hulk Hogan, though. I, I don't think I knew too much about this, but uh, I'm looking. Uh, so uh, a friend of ours likes to have a, a camp every summer. Yes, yes, and uh, he likes to play bad movies. Last year I got him to play No Holds Barred. Uh, <laughs> it was awesome. And then this year I said, "Hey man, can I bring uh, some like Saturday morning cartoons and?" Like we eat cereal in the mornings and watch them. He's like, "Yeah, that sounds awesome." So I'm finding some bad ones. I'm trying to find just perfectly yeah. bad ones. I'm trying to get bootios as well. Oh, that'd be fun. That would be fun. Did it would have been easier before they closed down our FYE? 
They, I think there's still some around here, like in the mall. Probably. Anyway, Did, were there? It makes me think like you should see if there's any like wrestlers that were on Scooby Doo or something. You know how they they would do? had. A Hulk Hogan cartoon in the 80s. Oh. This is what I discovered called Rockin' Wrestling. <laughs> I've only seen a couple minutes here, a couple minutes there. It is a garbage fire. <laughs> uh, like, it is pretty hilarious. They have all the wrestlers. They have Andre. They have. Are you. Looking I'm at looking at pictures of it right now. Yeah. This is perfect. Yeah, so I found that there might be some wrestlers on Scooby Doo. I don't know. Oh no! <laughs> but yes, it. They I, had a full thirteen episodes. That was it. I th- I think so. I think they went to thirteen. Oh, hmm. Hey, that's not bad for a <laughs> cartoon in the eighties. Like well, the only time I really heard about this, like that it was like really big, and I guess it wasn't big, but uh. What I heard about was uh, on the Iron Sheik's documentary, his daughters were talking about, like, it's weird. Your dad's on a Saturday morning cartoon. and it was... So I I thought it ran for a while. <laughs> but now you're saying it's like 13 well, episodes. Well, it's 13 episodes, but, you know, they probably, like, ran it constantly oh, yeah, because that was just what they did back then. Um, I, I also found Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> Street Sharks. You remember Street Sharks? Oh, yeah. yeah. I actually remember Attack. Better than Street Sharks. Mm. Oh, you remember Attack? But yeah. I, anyway, that's what I'm doing right I now. I loved Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I watched the live TV show and the cartoon. I watched Ooh. a lot of that. I didn't too, know they actually. had a live TV show. Mm-hmm. I think well, I like only, the live action. I think yeah. I only saw the one, movies. one. I saw the movies. I never saw the movies. And one had George Clooney in What? It. I had a really dumb childhood. <laughs> Puberty love. We were talking before, and I think it'll come up again. But literally, the, all of the like '90s Batman movies I've seen one of, and it's Batman and Robin, arguably the worst one. But I watched the shit out of it. Um, Chris O'Donnell may have been my first male celebrity oh, crush. Was he really? Like I didn't admit it. I was even that young, but I was like, I really like that dude. What's uh, he doing now? Fuck, fine. Uh, no, I think he's. I think he's solving crimes and like, crimes? like, yeah, in like my like the Miami uh, CSI oh, or something he's like in that. One of those, yeah. Um, yeah. NCIS and everything I learned about puns, I learned from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, <laughs> that's the best though. I love, I love that because you're actually like fairly solid at puns, and you're you're gonna be in a Punderdome. show, right? Right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Punderdome. Punderdome. Um. So, I want to talk before we get to uh, uh what I want to get to uh what what I will be covering a lot are gimmick matches. Ooh. But before we get to that, Chris O'Donnell's in NCIS LA. Ah, there you go. There it is. Which is just a lot of. <laughs> A lot, a lot of letters with LL Cool J. Yeah. Um. Ladies love Cool James. Yep, that's what it stood for. <laughs> that's what it stood for. <laughs> CM Punk, Chick Magnet Punk. But if you ask him that right now, he comes up with a different thing. So he has said it. Everyone's like, right. "What does CM mean?" And he just like gives you a different answer. Anyway, <laughs> he's like, "Coochie Magnet." Yeah. <laughs> leave, leave me alone. Cake magnet. Cake I like magnet. cakes. <laughs> Chicken mulch. 
<laughs> it's what it what it means. Uh, um, so it's chicken mulch. I have no, I don't cookie. know. I like a cookie. Nom nom nom. So uh, uh, what I want to talk about a little bit is uh, some stories that are currently happening or currently came to a breach or a, like not a breach uh, that came to like some sort ahead. of ahead. Yeah. Um, I know what you meant. Heads was, breach whenever yeah. there's a birth. A baby. <laughs> no, so, you want the head to come out first. Breach means that it's ass first. Okay. Yeah. I okay. know. I had a kid. Did you have a kid at ass first? Yeah. She was ass first? No. Oh. No. That's good. <laughs> Moving on. Um. So so we... Uh, we had to take her out in pieces. Oh, God. <laughs> Reassemble her. You have a Franken kid? Yeah, to sew her back together. <laughs> Real rough. required. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> the doctors just sent you home with, like, one of the, like, the Lego, like, how to make this. It looked like an, got an Ikea. It was Ikea. It was Ikea. <laughs> here's your kid, and here's a, uh, here's a Allen wrench. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the directions are there. <laughs> Don't forget the wood pegs too. Um, I just I just built something from IKEA and totally like broke a bunch of wood pegs. Yeah. Anyway, um, glad you weren't building my daughter. Yeah. God. <laughs> she can't jump well. Uh, <laughs> I think I put the knees on backwards. She can only walk backwards. She can't. It's like that lady that got the flu shot. It was. uh... I somehow ended up with three eyes. So I just put one on the back of the head. Does anyone remember what I was talking about? The lady with the flu shot. That sounds really familiar. Uh, If anyone listening, please Google it. Like uh, this lady got claimed she got the flu shot. And when she walks forward, it's like she can barely like. She can barely walk. She can barely stand. Like, she gets real dizzy. It looks like she's, like, walking through quicksand. And then, but she can run perfectly, and she can walk backwards perfectly. So she had to walk backwards. And then it turned out to be a hoax. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like a hoax. And then the next time they found her, like, the news, like, oh, we've been following you, and you've been fine. And all of a sudden, she had a British accent. (laughs) And they're like... What is going on? <laughs> She's like, I'm from Ohio. I shouldn't be talking like this. <laughs> Enough about this. We're going back to wrestling. Okay. So like here's bi- what's been... Like- this podcast is about wrestling, guys. I like build a baby. I like build, build a baby. baby. Here's, here's what's been going on, though. Uh, so a couple months ago, I think I talked a little bit about this. Uh, did I talk about the Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman ambulance thing that happened? Yeah. A little, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just recapping a little bit there, they had like they had a situation where uh, Braun Strowman beat the shit out of Roman Reigns, and then they were carting Roman Reigns into an ambulance, and he like took the stretcher and threw him off of like off of like a truck like ledge yeah and then they put him back into the into the ambulance and he flips the ambulance over yes. 
Um, kind of need to call another ambulance. Yeah. So, You're going to need an ambulance for your ambulance. That happened a couple months ago, but the problem was uh, Braun Strowman got injured, so they couldn't really cap. Uh, like, but he got really him. injured, right? Like, like not bad, I mean, bad. Well, I meant, like, this is, like, yeah, for real, real not like a not like Yeah, a he got shoot injured. Yeah, okay. Uh, so he... He gets injured. I think he broke his wrist or something in his arm, and then uh, wait, you just said he got shot. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> have you learned nothing? He's a monster. He's fine. He's a monster. Well, He's in the monster it's funny category. Funny you say that, because uh, uh, they had an ambulance match, which is which is uh, the, and we're talking about gimmicks today. Uh, it's happened a bunch before, but it's kind of like a casket match or, you know, a match where you just have to be put into something. And then, like, a casket match is someone gets put into a casket and they close the lid and that the person that's outside wins. This is you put someone into the ambulance, they close the door, and... The person outside wins. The person outside wins. Okay. Sounds like a lot of person outside wins yeah. is gimmicks. That That's... A lot of it. Um, so this one, the guy... Uh, uh, like, actually, wouldn't it be funny if it was the person inside wins? I'm but, the winner! But but like, <laughs> but like it's like something real small. Like, I, like, like, a, like, a, like a little, like, I don't know, cardboard box. Like, it, like Here's the deal. Instead of a casket match or instead of a, like a, mm-hmm. a match where you have to get inside something large, you know, like a you know trash bin or something, you make it too small. And it's the person inside wins, and they have to they have to squeeze squeeze themselves. they have to squeeze themselves in. I, I dig I, it. I tell tell me that wouldn't be fun. Come on. <laughs> so they uh they have an ambulance match, right? Okay. And uh, Braun Strowman actually wins the ambulance match, like just kind of out of a chicken shit way, like it, like. Roman just kind of falls back into the ambulance on something, and he just quickly closes the door. <laughs> uh, he's fine. He comes out. They, but the match is over. Uh, and he ends up injuring Braun Strowman, puts him in the ambulance, and then that's it. Later on, you see Roman Reigns goes backstage where the ambulance is about to pull out. Does he flip it over? Uh, rips the uh, driver out of the uh, <laughs> out of the ambulance. Which what did he ever do to him? Right. Um, and then starts driving away with the ambulance, and then puts it in reverse and backs it into a truck, like causing like an accordion thing <laughs> to happen. <laughs> Roman Reigns walks away, and then later on you see Braun Strowman getting out all bloody out of this smashed up. out of this smashed up, which. He, no one could ever survive right uh out of this smashed up ambulance and he's uh he's walking away just with all this fake blood and everything go on him it was pretty badass uh i loved it i thought we had to talk about that and another thing we need to talk about is they are actually having a kind of drama-ish soap opera storyline going on now they've had a couple uh, over on Raw, so okay. so which uh, what characters are involved? He, okay, we'll go with the first one, uh, Enzo and Big Cass. Yeah, I've been reading about this. Okay, so Enzo, <laughs> Enzo and Big Cass uh, have 
they're they're really entertaining group. Uh, big guy, little guy, tag. Oh team. yeah, he's the the. And uh, you can't teach, teach that. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, a couple months ago, maybe about a month and a half ago, they start this they they start this storyline where uh, I think it was Enzo gets attacked backstage and doesn't know who did it to him. He he was like, I don't know. All of a sudden, I got knocked out and. Big Cass is like, we got to do something. He's yelling at, he's yelling at uh, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle has some other stuff that is kind of going on, which we'll get into a second. So he's like, I'll I'll see what I can do. And then you're seeing all these other wrestlers that shouldn't really be there, like kind of walking in the background. So you're like, oh, that's that's who it is. <laughs> you're like, that's who it is, but it isn't. Because then the next week he gets attacked again. Then the following week, Big Cass gets attacked. Then uh, this guy, Corey Graves, who's an announcer, is just like, people tell me things. I know things around here. Uh, then says, go ahead and we all know who it is. Tell the truth. And it turns out that it was Big Cass attacking the Inside. entire time. And in himself, they showed footage where he just like made it look like he fell and then laid on it and like threw something so people would come look. And... <laughs> and uh, he just lays down, so they're like, so he was doing that to throw people off of it, but then basically that led to the split of Enzo and Big Cass. Rest okay. in peace. Uh, they're turning Big Cass into a big guy wrestler. No one knows what's going to happen with Enzo at this point. Everyone's a little scared. <laughs> uh, but that's right because that... he's not he's not the power wrestler. No, and he he's just the power promo guy yeah. he can tell he can uh, like i mean well because one of my favorite things i read that he said what to big cast was like you're just a seven foot catchphrase that i made up that i wrote right. yeah right <laughs> yeah he's doing great promos but right. then he gets in the ring of big cash and he loses in like <laughs> immediately right. yeah well is is okay uh i'm gonna go to the real life part of it is mm-hmm. does he looking to make like a change like does, does wwe is looking to make a change. wwe is making look, looking like, to make a change okay the fact that a big guy wrestler is over gets vince mcmahon hard like that <laughs> like he enzo uh enzo had a real like got a concussion okay. back in a year and a half ago and uh they had a lot of steam and you could tell like Right, that he had to be out for a couple of weeks. It was a bad. It was, it's pretty brutal if you look at the clip on how he got it. But uh, he was out for a little bit, and uh, they just pushed Big Cass as much as they could for like three weeks. And and you could tell like Vince McMahon like, this guy's huge. Look at him. Oh God, look at him. He's huge. People like him. He's got a catchphrase. He's got T-shirts. Yeah. Um. So, yes, uh, uh, I think Vince McMahon was like, okay, finally. They never put the titles on them or anything. They're like, let's just do this. And they wrote a story with it, and I'm glad they actually have some sort of a falling out story and everything. And they're still, it still looks like they're messing with each other, and we'll see what happens with Enzo. Now, the other thing I was talking about with Kurt Angle, Corey Graves, the announcer, or the uh, he's a color commentator, he, like, out of out of the blue on an episode of raw you see him showing like something on a phone to uh kurt angle and he just goes 
oh my god no one can find out about this he goes i'll be ruined <laughs> I, he goes i'll be ruined i just got this general manager job and he's like who told you about this he's like people tell me i have sources and uh for the next almost two months you see like little maybe more you you just see like little snippets of like him talking and talking to people talking on the phone and being like him kurt angle or kurt angle Angle. okay kurt angle talking on the phone and like and saying like okay i think i'm just gonna have to come clean it we did i appreciate this and like and it got less like freak outing he was just like no you know what we got to be honest with things and so then you're thinking like oh are they gonna bring in like a affair is this gonna be an affair like that's what i thought it was because like he did on other episodes talk about how he's a happily married man and all this stuff and they were showing pictures (laughs) of him and his kids and then uh just recently they he goes i am going to announce this I'm going to announce. I'm going to announce what the blackmail is, or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. What the <laughs> what the secret <laughs> is? What yeah. the secret is? Everybody, this it's, is you my have, blackmail. This is my secret. You visualize it, right? <laughs> yeah. And I then the board. universe will will bring it to you. <laughs> no. That's the secret. He's, he's being he's being like blackmailed by something that's on a secret board. His like yeah. fantasy board. I've always wanted to be Wolverine. That's my secret. So, um, by the way, at one time I thought the secret thing was actually the end zone big cast thing, but then that kept going on, and so you're like, oh, what's going on? Now, there is a lot of speculation, and I honestly, after things reveal, do not think they had a plan. <laughs> and they're just like, they're just like, we need something. We don't know what. what it, he comes out and says... I am going to be honest. When, so I just found out that when I was, he goes when I was in uh, college. He go, well, he found out something, and he goes when I was in college, I dated uh, this one girl, and she was pregnant. Unbeknownst to me, like she had a kid, put it up to put, and basically was adopted by another man, and so this man and. Uh, and this lady had a kid and here he is now Jason Jordan and Jason Jordan has already been a wrestler he's already he's he's already like he's done some stuff he was on a tag team yeah uh, that was they were tag team champions over on Smackdown and this is also how they just split up another tag team which is just lazier because right. they're just like, yeah, let's just do this. So wait, are they saying Jason Jordan is Kurt's, is Kurt's kid? Kurt's kid. And uh, nice. so he would have – I had to look it up myself. I'm like – How old is this yeah, Jason Jordan so guy? It, it would have made sense. He would have been 20 when he had Jason. But – and they do kind of have like a little <laughs> – a little resemblance. I am going to point out that Jason Jordan is black and <laughs> and Kurt Angle <laughs> is just very tan. He's just a very tan dude. He's just very well, tan. We His mommy, mommy, mommy could have We don't know who the mom uh, is, I, right? I, 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 it is possible. I think Jason Jordan is biracial. I do. Uh, 
I don't know that for a fact, but possibly. So they're pulling it off like it is. Right. Uh, and you can hear the crowd just kind of be like, this? Like, really? <laughs> okay. That's your big secret? It's going to be good for Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan has been trying to do, uh, trying to be a superstar for a while. His tag team happened and they, be, he became big with that. He is like Kurt Angle, a, uh, a collegiate wrestler. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he is a good wrestler. He went to, uh, uh, he was wrestled in Indiana. Like he, he's a very good wrestler. Okay, so uh, like he, like he went through, wrestler. he went through legitimately like college, Le- re- legit wrestling. college. Yeah, wrestler. he wrestled at IU. IU. Oh, okay, there we go. Uh, so and then uh, he was ranked top fifteen in the nation for three years in a they row. They do have a similar look though, don't it's they? It's similar. It's similar. I can it's see similar. why. I can see why they might have. Look at it. They look the same. Look at him. Look at that snarl. That's the same snarl. Hey, that's the kind Put of, him in a tiny hat. <laughs> that's the co- kind of colorblind casting that I'm looking for in my Hollywood movies. There yeah. you go. And here it is happening in WWE. They're, oh, I can't wait to see Jason Jordan in a tiny hat. That would be great. Um, would be- <laughs> He is a good wrestler, and he is... Uh, I, I think he, he was in developmental for years and they were about ready to cut him multiple times he's only 28 he's 28 but he was there for a long time and uh and they were about to cut him multiple times and i'm glad they're actually trying to do something apparently this is going to be a uh a storyline that they go on with for a while but i thought i had to bring it up because it is soap opery and also it's just like they don't do too many storyline storylines anymore like this. Mm. So I it's worth noting. I will keep everyone up to does, date. So does Kurt Angle's wife and family, do they ever pop up and like do stuff? In, no, not. So, I mean, so they're not going to have like, ah, my, my marriage is getting all wibbly wobbly because I got my boy wrestling well, with me. Well, like here, here is... The other reason why people were just kind of less enthusiastic about it because he was all freaking out like this could ruin me, but it's like, yeah, kid, you didn't know about twenty eight years ago. Yeah, <laughs> he's a grown man now. Yeah, been wrestling a few years. Been wrestling for a long time and collegiate wrestling. Uh, why are you freaking out about this? Right, like, right. Yeah, it was the everyone thought it was because then they did kind of ease up a little bit, and they were like, "My wife wow. thought I was a virgin." <laughs> like, <laughs> we all had virgin births. Yeah, uh, I had a promise ring, a purity, a purity ring. Yeah. So I, while I did all those drugs, <laughs> oh, he did a lot of drugs. <laughs> that's he, what that's what I love. They could have done like anything, like with that guy in that storyline. I mean, as secret kid, he doesn't know about from 28 years ago. Yeah, like I did so many drugs, I killed a dude. Like yeah. they could have done anything. Like he, he claimed he took 65 Vicodin a day, right? <laughs> Extra strength. Like there's total. There's got to be periods of time he just true. doesn't remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they do have a very good documentary that just came out uh, that covers a lot of that stuff, and it covers how. He actually won the gold medal with a broken neck. and ah, That's crazy, though. Like, it, it covers a lot of the things that 
that if you have questions about him, he is, it is crazy. And it also covers like how he became kind of this comedic, like with the small little hats and, uh, Steve Austin used to go to the ring corner and like pour two beers into his mouth and he would pour two bottles of milk into his mouth. And, uh, and Steve Austin came out and hosed people down on a, with a, he had a, truck of Coors Light and a hose yeah. and he would hose people down. It's become this iconic thing. Kurt Ankle comes out on a on a milk truck yeah. and hoses people down uh. with them with milk. Uh, so it, it's this whole thing and then also singing he's just a sexy Kurt. Uh, that was great too. But uh, I, I hope this storyline actually has something and helps Jason Jordan because he is a really good wrestler. Okay. Moving on to our main event. Oh. Gimmick matches. Gimmick matches. Now, a lot of gimmick matches, people already know, a cage match is a gimmick match. Right. It's, it's just a match with a simulation on it. What about all those Dobermans pooping in the corner? That was a bad gimmick <laughs> match. Like, because I was the even trying to... from hell. I was going to say, too, of like, uh, ladder matches. Those ladder matches. Gimmick. Royal Rumble. Anything that's just, uh, I wouldn't count tag team because that's a tag team. Right. Uh, but anything. Anything that doesn't in in someone being pinned. Yeah. And there's another stipulation Although for winning. Although you could do that too. But uh, Ladies wrestling. A gimmick match. Ladies wrestling. <laughs> Talk about your gimmick wrestling. Oh, man. We're um, going to die. <laughs> so so they they have any anything could really be a gimmick. But. There's you some gotta that, get a gimmick. Well, like they want something to Wear bring people. Wear a tiny hat. Smile, Sur- act dumb. Because Survivor Series and uh, and Royal Rumble are both gimmicks, right. and they drew, they still draw people. Uh, although Survivor Series, they just kind of put a Survivor match in it. And do you know what a Survivor match is? Uh, basically, there's two teams. Uh, I think of five or six, five people, and on each team. And then, uh, basically, they go till one team is completely out of people. There could be five on one side. Do they side have to pin, one. or do they just throw them out? It's pin. It's pin? Okay. It's pin. But uh, uh, pin or count out sometimes, too. But uh, they have these survivor matches where it's just kind of... It, it is pretty cool. Like it, It's a fun little gimmick thing. And it's easy to know the rules. A lot of these you'll hear are just like, what? Uh, there's one I'm going to brush by because I really haven't seen it, but it was kind of like a casket match, but it was whoever gets their face shoved in dog poo first loses. Oh. It's between the British Bulldog and uh, Mankind when he teamed <laughs> up with The Rock. Um <laughs> Poor mankind. Is mankind in all of these? Because this dude—he's in a lot. He's in, he's in a lot. <laughs> that dude did a lot of like. But mankind stuff. didn't get his face shoved in poo. Well, no, that was but British bulldog. But he was in a. He, he was in a lot of like weird, dangerous stuff. <laughs> so let's talk about one here. Okay. Um. Chamber of Horrors match. This is uh. This involves mankind when he was known as Cactus Jack. Yeah. 1991 WCW. And you're going to hear right now, we don't talk a whole lot about WCW on here. They have some shithole gimmicks. <laughs> <laughs> that. Oh, by the way, also, I just so happen to have this on me. 
What is it? I was at a wrestling show, and they sold unopened packs of cards from 1991. That's what? amazing. That looks like AC Slater. And it's not. But uh, we are actually going to talk about this guy right now. El Gigante. El Gigante. Was he uh, in the horror? The he, Chamber of Horror. He was match? in that. We've also talked about him before. He was known as the Giant Gonzalez in WWE, uh, but he is seven seven. Oh, and you can't teach, teach that. that. He's seven seven. Oh man. Uh, when he went to the WWE, he was eight feet tall. <laughs> they like to fudge numbers over there. They really uh, do. Because. Uh, Big Cass is seven feet tall, but he's really about six nine, six ten. Right. Anyway, uh, they round up. Over here's there. what the chambers. I I watched this today. Here's what the chambers of horror match was. Uh, they were trying to do something because it was uh their Halloween show. Halloween Havoc was the name of it, and uh, and they they basically the I'm gonna the set of Halloween Havoc looks like a. A local town uh, haunted house that you, if you bring a can of food, you'll get in for free. Like, <laughs> it, it looks like the JCs made it. And it's just very, like. We got toilet paper spiders. We got toilet paper spiders here. <laughs> hey, we're going to play some creepy music that we bought at the Kmart. Uh, <laughs> so the, the set just looks shitty and then you see this is the first match of the night there's a cage around the ring the ring does kind of look small for back then but it there's a cage around the ring and uh it is kind of slanted like a dome but then there's a big hole in the middle of the dome uh and i'm trying to figure out what exactly is gonna happen and they're trying to explain the rules and i'm a little i'm a little confused a little lost so there, there are teams on this, but it's not even a tag team. It's just like every man for themselves, but you're part of a team. It's real weird. It, they're all fighting at the same time. You get a buddy, uh, <laughs> but he's going to kick your ass Team later. one was El Gigante, Sting, the Steiner Brothers oh. against Abdullah the, uh, Abdullah the Butcher, uh, Cactus Jack, Vader, and the Diamond Stud, which later became known as Razor Ramon, uh, a.k.a. Scott Hall. Um, the so, diamond the Diamond Stud. stud. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> that's a whole different story there. Anyway, right. uh, so you have all those guys just fighting, and then all of a sudden someone throws a switch. That's on. There's two switches on the side of this, this cage that you eventually see. There's one real big one. And there's one kind of smaller one. And the guy pulls a smaller one. And an electric chair is lowered down. <laughs> lowered down from the ceiling. And it's going in the middle of the ring. Which, guess what it does? Gives you no fucking room to do shit. Right. To do shit. And the only guy that thought he could make a spot out of it a spot out of oh my god someone's about to get crushed by the ring was or by the electric chair was of course 
Uh, was it Diamond Stud? No. No? Cactus Jack, Cactus Jack. Everyone, you see when it gets lowered, you see everyone kind of back up, and then they just kind of like are punching each Jack's other. Like, Cactus, Cactus Jack's Jack. like, I'm going to get underneath that motherfucker. Cactus Jack like just kind of is fighting someone and just kind of falls back. Cause, and then you see everyone like go, oh, oh, and he rolls out of the way. But he... He wanted to do that spot. That's him. Oh man, um, that dude. Yeah, he's he, crazy. He hurt himself so much. He did. <laughs> uh, he did. So, what? What else they're doing in this is now that this is lowered. The whole point is you have to put one member from the other team into the electric chair. Strap them in and then throw the electric switch and electrocute them. <laughs> and whoever. This just who, sounds like so many steps. And then the other team, <laughs> if you were on the other team that didn't have a member that got electrocuted, you won. Ooh. So it's kind of like a casket match. But they were fighting but each other at the same time? They weren't fighting each other. I will say they were fighting the other members of the team. Oh, okay. But. Okay. It wasn't like a tag match where like they got a tag somewhere. Right. Out. They were just all fighting these other members oh, at the same time. So it was like, it's like a, a brawl. It was a, like a Royal Rumble, but with an electric chair. It was, but yeah. but they had teams. <laughs> yeah. okay. okay. They had teams, so you weren't gonna fight your own teammate. And then they had an electric chair. So eventually, what does happen is, uh, uh, mankind is by the switch, and someone, I think one of the Steiners, is a about to get uh yeah rick steiner is about to get uh electrocuted he's in the chair you see mankind just like climbing up to the switch about to pull it and he's there for a while because they haven't done what they needed to do yet Uh, and so he's like you see him kind of looking over but kind of like what uh, what the finish is supposed to be is there's a switcheroo that's done and abdul the butcher is put in the electric chair and then they throw the switch and it's Mick Foley does it to his own teammate. Oh, but he doesn't know it's his teammate because he thought it was Steiner. Right. Uh, but they didn't do it fast enough. The cue <laughs> was missed. The cue was missed. So then, uh, so that's how it ends, though. But also, when they throw the switch, fireworks start coming right. out. Obviously, yeah. Fireworks start coming, like all this. Uh, I guess they cut him right before. Right before they put the little helmet on him or whatever, uh-huh. uh, little headpiece on him, so he he's bleeding and it's a whole thing. And then for some reason they have like orderlies come out that are in complete whiteface, which I don't know why. Of course, like they're ghost orderlies. Yeah, they're ghost. ghost I don't know. They're zombie orderlies. I don't know why. Zorderlies. That's Zorderlies. <sighs> it was a horrible gimmick match. Would you say it was a horrible match? No, I would not. Um, <laughs> uh, we can't. I, w- get- I wouldn't go that far. No, I wouldn't go no, that far. And- <laughs> we can't get to all of these, uh, but uh, that one was bad. A lot of them are for du- from WCW. Uh, I'll go over this one real quick. I watched this one. It was called the King of the Road match. Uh, they were fighting on the back of a 18-wheeler. <laughs> Was it moving? Yes. Oh! It's driving down the road, and it's uh, it's got a bunch of haystacks. It's kind of, it's kind of got like a maze-like thing, but 
the, instead of having the actual trailer, they have like basically a cage that's the same specs of a tractor trailer. Man, um, that's that actually that sounds kind of cool. Like honestly, it, it just was weird. Well, I watched it. It was just it was just weird. It was uh, Dustin Rhodes, aka Gold Dust. He wasn't Gold Dust. Yet. Okay. Dustin Rhodes and a guy named uh, the Black Top Bully. <laughs> I'm the Black Top Bully. Uh, they were against each other, and basically they had to climb all the way up. Uh, they were at the. They could fight each other all the way back and forth. The key was to basically go up to a horn and blare the horn, and whoever blares the horn wins the match. Oh, that sounds complicated. I was thinking if they were just using like a moving truck as a as a ring, that might be kind of cool. I mean, they kind of are, but it it just you could also tell it was pre-taped. Yeah. Uh, because like the sun is moving a lot in it and oh, so they edited it. You it see some like... of the same signs again. Yeah, so it just kind of was sloppy. And then, uh, yeah, uh, uh, that was, it's not very worthy. Uh, although I will say this, um, both men got fired right after that match because <laughs> this was 1995 and, uh, when Turner, I think he already bought the company, but, uh, they had a rule of no, uh, no blood and they both cut each other. Oh man. For that one. And they're like, Oh, you guys are fired. Bye. Jeez. So yeah, it was harsh. Um, <laughs> let's see. We we talked about Kennel from Hell. We all know that one. Ugh. That's kind of still my favorite one. Is it? That's just uh, all of the things that could have gone wrong did go wrong in that one, and it's just like my favorite. Like the folly of man is his own hubris. I wish a dog would have ate a dude. That's the only <laughs> thing I wish would have happened in that uh, one. Like. It's just, <laughs> It's like, let's get these just like vicious, vicious Rottweilers. And it's just like the <laughs> tr- well-trained <laughs> dogs. They weren't trained. Who were, they, they were just people's pets. They just pets. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, um, I'm a lover, not a fighter. No. Well, I mean, even I if like you have a, even if it's a dog that's just a pet, you've trained it to be cool around people most of the time. Like, uh. And they're going to be fucking scared of an audience. It's just like no one thought this through at all. So, so dumb. So I got, I got just a couple more here. Um, one was, uh, uh, I talked a little bit about this. This was called uh, the Good Housekeeping Match. And it was done for a couple reasons. Because uh, Jeff Jarrett already told Vince McMahon that he was leaving. Mm-hmm. To go okay. to WCW, and then also to start his own company, which became TNA. Um, problem was, he had the uh, he had the belt for uh, Intercontinental belt, so you had to get that off him. Other problem was, his contract ended a day before the next pay per view, <laughs> and for some reason they didn't want to do it on like a Raw. Or so because of that, Jeff Jarrett, he goes, we, we're going to need you for one more day if you can pull it. And he goes, I can, but it's going to cost you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so he got his payday because he knew he wanted to start a company. He milked him for about three hundred grand. Reportedly. Nice. Shit. Nice. Reportedly. So 
he wanted to humiliate the fuck out of him. Vince McMahon did. <laughs> uh, he lost to China. Nice. Oh wow, uh, that's not bad to lose. That's really to. not. No, she's uh, like she's amazing. I know it's a girl, uh, no, but, but like <laughs> she is the first. And as far as I know, uh, the well, I don't want to know. I don't think it's only, but let's just say last woman to win the uh, intercontinental intercontinental belt. She was winning men's championships. Right. Yeah. Uh, they don't do intergender anymore at all. Uh, not for the most part, but uh, which is a shame. It's not be, a shame. No, it's a shame because they could do they could do so much fun like high flyer stuff mm-hmm. if they well, if also, they did if they did like a, they could have they did real like a, fun like storylines if they had the guys and the girls and the teams so together and here's fighting where... together like like uh, James Ellsworth storyline getting kind yeah. of a boost or both of them getting a boost from meeting up. The women, here's the thing. The women can touch James Ellsworth. Right. They could beat the crap out of James Ellsworth. He can't touch them. And nor would, if he did, he wouldn't be able to do anything. Because you know what James Ellsworth is. He's just, uh, I'll punch you once and then you beat the crap out of me. Uh, <laughs> so, there, there is, I, I don't want to stay on this too long, but there is a stigma uh, about intergender. Well, yeah, you've got to deal with you have to you get to deal with uh, a, a basically uh, abuse. abuse yeah but but I, you're also dealing with men abusing each other and women abusing each other right i mean it's it's assault is assault either yeah. either way like <laughs> you know uh they do have uh mexico is big on uh intergender wrestling and uh lucha underground yeah lucha underground ha- did it has like, yeah. has actually had uh women champions uh for their overall champion their world title basically uh so yes it uh I'm I'm moving on from that. <laughs> so what was the good housekeeping match? Yeah, what was the so good, good housekeeping match? Uh, basically, it was Jeff Jarrett say women can't do anything, uh, sexist bullshit, sexist bullshit, and so they basically uh, just had a bunch of household products, including a sink. Uh, that Everything they it was the a hard sink. it was a hard that was exactly it. Right. It was a hard uh, it was a hardcore match that. It was like a street fight. Right. Do you know what a street fight is? Yeah, You yeah, just yeah. use all you these just different use everything that's in there, yeah. But it was with household products. And so there was other things that were that were just kind of like he was getting like powder on him and stuff like that. And it was more to humiliate Jeff Jarrett. Sure. But he got his payday, so yeah, he was like, yeah, fuck I, it. But honestly, that sounds funny. That sounds like it a does really sound funny. funny. Was and it a decent match? I mean, it I, was a decent yeah. match, and and good for uh, good for China. I, I was so glad that. She got that and put her in the Hall of Fame now. But, uh, <laughs> yes. Okay, there is a... Okay, so here's a match I want to talk about because it's coming back. They're going to try it again. It was a failure twice. <laughs> Third time's a charm. Uh, there was a wrestler named The Great Kali. Okay. And uh, here's what I'll say about The Great Kali. I listen to a lot of wrestling podcasts where it's former wrestlers talking and when they say when they're saying like, Yeah, someone wasn't that good of a wrestler, I'm not gonna say any names. They'll say you know, we're not gonna say who it is, but there's some guys that get out there they just can't really do it that well. The Kali Great Kali is the only one that gets named by name. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was real bad. They're they're the one like 
I remember the first time I heard of Daniel Bryan said, you know, some guys, good wrestlers make the other guy look good. And, and he's like, there's some guys that, that you're like, man, John Cena made that guy look good. He goes, John Cena had a great match with Kali. And like, so that's the only one. Cause a, they're just like, he was a shit wrestler. Also, he's not listening to this. <laughs> he's not listening to this and they don't care if he is. Uh, oh, man. So, because I just heard just like just two days ago, uh, Jim Ross was saying, "Yeah, I hear the Great Kali has his own school over in India. Which who's going to him to learn wrestling moves?" <laughs> but, uh, oh. <laughs> a lot of lot of respect for that guy. I will say this. So I, what what was what was his match? What was it the... was called the Punjabi Prison Match? Oh God. Okay. It. It was, uh, you can kind of think of it like it was the same setup as the Kennel from Hell match. Okay. But no dogs, obviously. Right. Kennel from Hell match was, it was a cage within the hell of a cell. Right. Uh, so this is a bamboo cage within another bamboo cage and you got to escape both of them. Okay. Uh, and you get get thrown back into the other one, but you gotta. It's basically you gotta escape two match or two cages. Okay. It does look cool, like the bamboo part right, of it. Right, it, right. it looks pretty neat. Uh, uh, they were Kali just wasn't a good wrestler, so it just it made no no sense. He was just a big dude. He was huge. Do you know who I'm talking about? Have you ever seen the movie The Longest Yard? Yeah. Yeah. With, with uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The very tall Indian dude. Okay. That's yeah, the know, great Kali. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. That's the great Kali. Really big dude. Um, They were really trying to push him for a while. And then when they're like, he can't put on a great match and everyone knows it. They didn't know what to do with him. He's uh, big. He is and huge. And you can't teach that. He is huge over in India <laughs> because here's what I found out about India. They had a Bollywood movie that was basically a ripoff of The Undertaker, so everyone knew who The Undertaker was over there. Uh, and then Kali pinned The Undertaker, and then all of a sudden he's everywhere. Oh, man. So now they have a guy because they're trying to reach the markets of India. Right. And they have a guy named... Uh, Oh, why did I just blank on his name? Jinder Mahal. Jinder yeah. Mahal. Uh, he is the world champion right now on SmackDown, and uh, he he is from. Well, he's not really from India, but he's of Indian Indeed. descent. I think we talked about him like on the most recent episode or one yeah. of the most recent episodes. Like he's from Canada or something. Yeah, but he could speak Punjabi. Right. Right. Uh, he like he he's been to India many times. He can speak Punjabi. He grew up in the culture and everything like that. Anyway. Uh, they're trying the Punjabi prison again. Well, now, what I said with Kali, uh, he was only wrestling other big men in there, like the Big Show and uh, Undertaker in this match. Um, now, Big Show couldn't really move that that well, so that probably was just a stale match. Yeah, Undertaker probably did the best he could with him, and he makes guys look good, so. 
if the Undertaker can't make it good, then it's probably not a good gimmick match. Well, they're going to try it again, this time with Jinder Mahal, who can move. He's a big guy, but he can move. And Randy Orton. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Now, the way it's – so it's it's set up – I mean, it's basically a bamboo cage. Yeah. It looks can like this. It, it looks like that. Can they do anything other than just mat work? Like, can they, like, climb up and do oh, anything? Yeah. Okay. That's, I think that's you got to climb up the first one and then escape the other one. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, through doors. Uh, but yes. Uh, um, let me try to find one more because a bunch are just dumb, 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 dumb. Okay. Oh, wow. Here's here's one that we do have to talk about. There's a couple. Of course, they tried having mud wrestling with the Divas. Of course. Uh, they also kind of had their own version of a... Uh, there, there was another version. Did they ever have a cream corn match? Not yet. Oh, well, um, they should. It's delicious. Well, <laughs> here's what they did have. Uh, Triple H, when he was known as Hunter Hearst Helmsley, mm, okay. he was an aristocratic character. Yes. He, knows. Um, he was wrestling against this... Uh, oh, what was that guy's name? Uh, his name was Henry O. Goodwin. <laughs> Or Godwin, Henry O. Godwin, who was like a redneck character, and Hillbilly Jim was the referee, and this was an Arkansas hog pen match. Oh, it was much like a casket match, but the loser got thrown into an actual pig pen. Oh, that's uh, adorable. Uh, now <laughs> that's hilarious. Triple H wins the match. Right. But he's gloating and everything, and Goodwin, who just like got a little bit of the dirt on him or whatever shit, right on him because there's actual pigs in there, right? Uh, then lifts him over the pen and throws him in, uh, and then they, they do the heel thing where he keeps slipping and falling, right. and he's just covered in whatever it is, <laughs> head to toe. And he can't get out because he keeps slipping on it. Oh, and, it's beautiful. Uh, the stuff they do for their, yes. their craft. Oof, their art. <laughs> their art. <laughs> this guy basically owns a company now. Now, the last thing I'll talk about, I don't know a whole lot of the background, but pole matches. Pole matches are gimmick. It's kind of like a ladder match, but you don't really need a ladder to get to it. You can climb on the ring post, or you can climb uh, on the top rope and get it that way sometimes. Um, so there's a pole at one of the corners of the ring and it has something on it. Sometimes it's a weapon and the first person that can get that weapon can use that weapon. Okay. Um, they just did that with a Kengo stick, Kengo stick on a pole match. First one that could do that. Uh, so, so it's not pole dancing match. No, it's not they, like they no. don't get like that twirl around and really stuff. just destroyed all of my hopes. But, I know. Right. But hold on, <laughs> hold on. Makes this less fun. Uh, this guy that was running WCW at, in its final years, year, really, uh, Vince uh, Russo, just was like, he loved pole matches for some reason. I don't, no one knows why. The most <laughs> infamous one was they were trying a very WWE, he was, he was a guy that wrote a lot of the storylines in the Attitude Era. Okay. So he was trying to bring it over to WCW when he got hired over there. Uh, one of them was, uh, it was a love triangle uh, between uh, Tori Wilson 
and oh i'm trying to find that it, it was a couple other people anyway basically she was sleeping with one guy oh man and then and they aired the sex tape on monday nitro oh and then and then this other guy goes well i have a sex tape with her too and he plays the wrong tape <laughs> and the tape is him basically talking about his erectile dysfunction <laughs> That's some good writing right there. Yes. That's beautiful. That's... Trying to find these names. Uh, but he's talking about his... Okay, uh, it was uh, uh, Shane Douglas and Billy Kidman. Shane Douglas was the one with erectile dysfunction. Uh, now this is the... the two, this is 2001. Right. Maybe 2000. I think, yeah, it was 2000. Um, so, naturally... That next Monday, they have a Viagra on a pole match. No. It's as dumb as you can imagine. That is hilarious <laughs> to but me. But the, the person that, that gets the bottle just has Viagra at that point. <laughs> like, I'm going to take them all and you're going to be in real big trouble. Yeah. It's like you don't win a you don't you don't win anything extra you don't get any help in your match you just have Viagra I, like that's I mean it. you can toss the bottle at their head it's like yeah <laughs> I think the match does stop but still like right it, I got a little blue pill <laughs> and we're gonna end on that in fifteen minutes or to an hour I'm gonna be ready for love get ready get Corey. ready. And that was Tales from the Kayfabe. Bye, Matt's mom. <laughs> Bye, Matt's mom. <laughs>Hey guys, if you uh, like this podcast, please let us know. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Also, you can like our Facebook page. Go to Facebook and type in Tales from the Kayfabe. Uh, tell us what you think of the show, all that good stuff. Also helps uh, if you leave like a comment and a, sp- a five-star rating on iTunes. And, and your picture. And your uh, home, and, address. And home address. And home address. And your, your social security number. Your VIN number. Your mother's maiden name. And blood type. Thank yep. you. Bye.